Come. Oh, man. As the world turns, happy Trump Day. It's your morning ritual. Me, Garrett Lewis. KNSTAM 790 Tucson's most stimulating talk. Oh, 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 boy. Yeah. There are three things that I think you need to know. Number one, and this is really incredible. Christine Ford's ex-boyfriend dishes the dirt, uh, writes a letter, says she has never had a fear of flying. Matter of fact, she actually, she's a a psychologist. She actually coached a friend, her best friend, on how to basically deal with a polygraph. She coached her friend for a polygraph test. After under oath, she was asked, and we have the soundbite, have you ever coached anybody or given anybody advice? When it comes to polygraphs, no, no. Oh, all the dirt's coming out of this one. Oh, boy, which is why, by the way, you're seeing the uh, the left and the media transition from this guy's a gang rapist to his temperament is just not there. What you're, you, do, do you hear that? Do you hear that? Do you hear that? That's the air deflating. I thought that was the sound of that my is, eyes rolling. That is the air deflating from the Christine Ford, Brett Kavanaugh story. Second thing. That I it's true. Time, me uh-huh. Uh-huh. Second thing that I think you need to be know that you need to know. Uh there is a new report out about the amount of fraud that is taking place at our border. Washington Times had the story. Men, illegal alien men, now make up about forty percent. Yes, men make up about forty percent of illegal immigrant parents trying to sneak children into America as they take advantage of the family loophole. That means illegal immigrants who come with kids get treated more leniently. Fraud has soared. Border Patrol identifying 150 cases from May to August of adults, men, or women pretending to be families to take advantage of the loophole. It's gone up about 10 times since last year. The fraud. 10 times more fraud. Incredible. Third thing that I think you need to know Something that is major that is not being reported because the media doesn't want you to know any wins. The Fed Reserve Chairman, Jerome Powell. Who? Yeah, okay. He's in charge of the Fed Reserve. They're in charge of the interest rates. You name it. The Fed Reserve Chairman, Jerome Powell, said the economy may be too good to be true. But wasn't the new normal there with Obama? He's meaning it's so good. The remarkably, he sees remarkably positive outlook for the economy that may be too good to be true. Low employment, low inflation. It's completely positive. It's just like it's so good. It's too good to be true. I mean, it's it's great. I'm telling you. Yeah. So apparently things are going very very well, but the media would have you think that everything is going down bigly, down in a gigantic way. So, yeah, three things I think you need to know. So, uh, this this Christine Blase Ford, and still people are just too politically correct that, well, she seems credible because something may have happened. How the hell do you know something happened? Maybe she's us. You know that second door she's talking about? We had to build the second door after I went to therapy because I felt scared. Turns out that door was...
Weather Service in Tucson has issued a flash flood warning for central Pima County in southeastern Arizona until 9.15 a.m. Mountain Standard Time. At 6.05 a.m. Mountain Standard Time, the water levels remain high behind Manager's Dam with the lake level within one foot of overtopping as of Tuesday night. If the dam is overtopped, the dam could give way, resulting in rapid flash flooding of the town of Alichuk and surrounding area as the flood waters rush toward the Mexican border. Some locations that will experience flooding include Alichuk, Stay Away or Be Swept Away, River banks and culverts can become unstable and unsafe. Repeating, a flash flood warning has been issued until 9.15 a.m. Mountain Standard Time for the following county, Western Pima, Arizona. <laughs> and my wife jokes around that it was the only time I was ever quiet because I don't have a very strong stomach. And you feel everything. And you know what? I never had an urge to go back up in that plane. And I'm not afraid to fly. But for a lady who said, oh, I can't get out there to D.C. because I'm afraid of flying and blah, blah, blah. And we played the sound bites. She admitted that she flew all over the world on vacation to Tahiti, Costa Rica. You name it because she loves surfing and... and All that. Yeah. She's a liar. She's just a flat-out freaking liar. There's no other way to actually say anything except that she lied. Isn't that nice? So apparently, remember, she was like, I also have a problem. I, uh, I, I'm, I'm claustrophobic because of what happened and stuff like that. Well, the ex-boyfriend's like, well, guess what? She had no problem living in a very small 500-square-foot apartment with one door. Oh. He said she never expressed a fear of closed quarters, tight spaces, or places with only one exit. Oh, no. Fox News got this letter. He dated her from 1992 to 1998. He again said he saw Christine Ford go to great lengths to help a woman that he said was her best friend, her lifelong best friend, named Monica McLean. For She helped him, she helped her, excuse me, prepare for a potential polygraph test because she was interviewing for jobs with the FBI and U.S. Attorney's Office. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. Uh, let me take you back in time. Let's do a throwback. Ryan, we need to play some audio. 124. 124. Christine Ford. Being questioned by Rachel Mitchell, the prosecutor from Maricopa County last week. The whole world watching. Listen to this. Have you ever had discussions with anyone uh, besides your attorneys on how to take a polygraph? Never. And I don't just Ooh. mean countermeasures, but I mean just any sort of tips or anything like that. No, I was scared of the test itself, but was comfortable that I could tell the information and I was scared. The test would reveal Never whatever it, it was going to reveal. Mm. I didn't expect it to be as long as it was going to be, so it was a little bit stressful. Had you, mm. Have you ever given tips or advice to somebody who was looking to take a polygraph test? Never. Okay. Never. Never. Well, this guy, and his name has been redacted. He sent a letter uh, to Fox News to John Roberts. He got it. 
So his name was redacted, but he said, I'm a current resident of California. I first met Christine Blasey, now Christine Blasey Ford, in 1989 or 1990 in California. From 1990 to 91, I was just friends with Ford. From approximately 1992 to 1998, I was in a relationship with Dr. Ford. I found her truthful and maintained no animus towards her. During our time dating, Dr. Ford never brought up anything regarding her experience as a victim of sexual assault, harassment, or misconduct. Dr. Ford never mentioned Brett Kavanaugh. And maybe you want to buy into that and say, well, she never said anything until she went to that marriage therapist in 2012. Okay, fine. During some of the time we were dating, Dr. Ford lived with Monica L. McLean, who I understood to be her lifelong best friend. During that time, it was my understanding that McLean was interviewing for jobs with the FBI and the U.S. Attorney's Office. I witnessed Dr. Ford help McLean prepare for a potential polygraph exam. Uh-oh. Dr. Ford explained in detail what to expect, how polygraphs worked, and helped McLean become familiar and less nervous about the exam. Dr. Ford was able to help because of her background in psychology. Oh. Oh. That goes against everything you just heard. Am I right or am I right? I think I'm right. Dr. Ford and I lived together while we were dating and stayed together in a long-distance relationship when Dr. Ford moved to Hawaii. It's kind of a long plane ride, isn't it? Sometime around 1998 she did this, although I'm not sure of the particular year, and it might have been a bit earlier or later. While visiting Ford in Hawaii, we traveled around the Hawaiian Islands, including one time on a propeller plane. Dr. Ford never indicated a fear of flying. To the best of my recollection, Dr. Ford never expressed a fear of closed quarters, tight spaces, or places with only one exit. I assisted Dr. Ford with finding a place to live in in some redacted city in California. She ended up living in a very small 500-square-foot house with one door. Despite trying to maintain a long-distance relationship, I ended the relationship once I discovered that Dr. Ford was unfaithful while living in Hawaii. After the breakup, I took her off the credit card we shared, but nearly one year later, I noticed Dr. Ford had been charging the card and charged about $600 worth of merchandise. When confronted, Dr. Ford said she did not use the card, but later admitted to the use after I threatened to involve fraud prevention. I didn't speak again to Dr. Ford until about 2002 when Ford contacted me briefly. After that, I hadn't thought much about her until I saw her story in the Washington Post on September 16, 2018. I do not want to become involved in this process or current investigation, but want to be truthful about what I know. Signed, blah, 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 October 2, 2018, 8.01. Pacific uh, uh, Daylight Savings Time. So there we go. 623 now on KNST AM 790. So why are we still spending money on this? Why is well, Jeff Flake making a report I, saying I, that, you know what? Spend interesting, interesting. We'll talk about Jeff Flake. Oh, we will. Um, why are we doing this? Why is there no, and you know what? And by the way, Charles Grassley, the Republican that's in charge of the uh, Senate Judiciary Committee, has already said, I want answers. Looks like she lied here. I want to answer. You know what? Bring her up on freaking charges, man. Charge her. She ruined a guy's life, a family's life. She's not an angel. You're just you're just being mean to all women. This is why women don't come forward as victims. Bull crap. And so, don't forget her enabler. Well, uh, Diane Feinstein. You're right. And and every Democrat out there, and the media. And don't tell me that I'm against women and victims and all this other stuff. She is making it hard for victims. She is going to make victims less believable if people don't believe the victims. Not me. Her. Her. As a matter of fact, Trump. Trump, um, yeah, when you get back, Trump yesterday in Mississippi decided to finally say something about Christine Ford. 
Jeff Flake is very upset about it. Wait till you hear what Trump said. It is really good. Like, I, it's, it's really, really, really good. It's coming up. KNST AM 790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. Your shot at $1,000 now. Text the word money to 200-200. You'll get a text confirming entry plus iHeartRadio info. Standard data and message rates apply. That's money to 200-200. 631. Thanks for hanging out. Gary Lewis with you. KNST AM 790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. 73 outside. Kind of muggy. Kind of gross. Yeah, 81% humidity out there is just nasty. Thought I left that. I don't want that anymore. It's not 95 degrees and 81% humidity. Yeah, that's true. The sun's going to come out. It'll happen in four hours. And, and it's going to burn through. 88 and sunny today, 89 and sunny tomorrow. Uh, just say, I, I think they're supposed to get some rain again. Yeah, next, well, yeah, well, actually Sunday, 60% chance of thunderstorms on Sunday. Uh, the good thing is high in the mid to upper 70s, starting on Sunday through next week, maybe 80. So I'm, I'm cool with that. I'm good with that. Uh, but you never know what the hell is going to happen because yesterday it said Wednesday of next week was going to be rain and then now there's 0% chance. Um, listen, uh, we got to get to the Trump stuff. We'll do when we get back. We're a little bit behind right now, but I just want to I just want to uh, let you know that Chuck Grashley is mad. Extremely mad. Uh, Republican senator, and I know, well, yeah, we all do is get mad. Nothing ever happens. Uh, apparently, Chuck Grassley demanded that the attorneys for Christine Ford turn over her therapist notes and other key materials because they haven't done it yet. And he suggested she was intentionally less than truthful about her experience. Didn't come out and call her a liar, but it basically is. She was uh, less than truthful about her experience with polygraph examinations. Grassley wrote, quote, your continued withholding of material evidence, despite multiple requests, is unacceptable as the Senate exercises its constitutional responsibility of advice and consent. But was the damage already done? Because if he's confirmed on Friday, which hopefully it is, the FBI may wrap up today, according to uh, Fox News. Sources telling them that. Uh, is anybody going to care? But you know what? I think they should. I think after this is done, and he and Kavanaugh's confirmed, you go after her for freaking lying. And you investigate Feinstein and the rest of the Democrats for this stuff. Because, again, they are changing the game. It's all about his temperament now. No, nothing to do with him being a sexual monster. Now it's the temperament. We'll get to all that. Wait till you hear what Trump said about Christine Ford and Jeff Flake's reaction. It's coming up right now on KNST. It's Fox. Yeah, 642. Thanks for hanging out. Three things I think you need to know. Number one. Christine Ford's ex-boyfriend puts out a letter, says, I dated her from 92 to 98. She never mentioned sexual assault. She never uh, mentioned living in small places and needing an extra door to leave or something like that. She lived in a 500-square-foot house with one door. She flew in a small propeller plane when she lived in Hawaii. Never mentioned a fear of flying. Also, by the way, also, she, she on top of that, man, oh, man, oh, man, she actually said, I witnessed her coach, her friend, her lifelong friend that she lived with also, uh, Monica McLean, on how to uh, do a polygraph, even though she testified she's never done this before. This is a big deal. I'll put it on my Facebook page, facebook.com slash Gary Lewis Radio. Like and follow it, and I'll, I'll stick the story up there for you. Second thing I think you need to know, and this is a, this is a big one, illegal immigration, man, a big story in the Washington Times. Uh, fraud is soaring. People claiming to be family members are lying. It's increased. The fraud in saying that we are a family and they're lying about it getting caught has increased 10 times over the past year. 150 cases from May to August, just May to August, of adults, men or women pretending to be families to take advantage of the family loophole. (laughs) Third thing I think you need to know, the uh, Fed Reserve Chairman, Jerome Powell, said, man, the economy is going so well right now, it's almost like it's too good to be true. Things are going well. Three things I think you need to know. 
All right, so uh, Trump yesterday in Mississippi. And he's talking about, for the first time really in this way, Christine Ford. And I'm okay with this. I'm okay with it. Number 124, if you don't mind, Ryan. He finally, he says exactly what you say, I say, people with at least a half a brain say, people that aren't corrupt say. Listen to him, and he's being attacked for this. Give me a break. Listen to what he said about Christine Ford. Here we go. Have you ever had... Oh, no, 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 I'm sorry, not... Sorry, sorry, so not 124. I apologize. 126. 126. Here we go. Uh, this is Trump yesterday in Mississippi. 36 years ago, this happened. I had one beer. Right? I had one beer. Well, do you think it was... Nope, it was one beer. Oh, good. How did you get home? I don't remember. How'd you get there? I don't remember. Where is the place? I don't remember. How many years ago was it? I don't know. I don't know. Oh, boy. I don't know. The crowd's loving it. Loving it. What neighborhood was it in? I don't know. Where's the house? I don't know. Says it like it is. Upstairs, downstairs. Where was it? I don't know. But I had one beer. That's the only thing I remember. (laughs) And a man's life is in tatters. A man's life is shattered. His wife is shattered. His daughters, who are beautiful, incredible young kids. They destroy people. They want to destroy people. These are really evil people. Mm-hmm. They are. So he said that. He said exactly what you and I are saying. And now the ex-boyfriend comes out. Is he telling the truth? I don't know. Talk to him. What does he have to gain by this? What does he have to lose? So what do you think about Trump doing that? Is it appalling? Jeff Flake said it was appalling. We'll play Jeff Flake in a second. Trump is not your normal, everyday, average, uh, everyday, wussified president. You know what's crazy is that Trump is kind of like the Republican version of a Democrat. Democrats had no problem going to, you want to talk about appalling, going to appalling levels of claiming that Brett Kavanaugh is a sloppy, drunk gang rapist. That's okay, right? That's, there's no problem. Democrats can go along saying, well, I'm not really sure. You know, it doesn't look good. And, you know, do you have a drinking problem? Do you have this? You're, is, this is boffing sexual assault? Remember the dopey Sheldon Whitehouse? The Democrats had no problem coming to the conclusion that Brett Kavanaugh was a knockdown, sloppy, drunk sex monster. Trump uses humor to point out all the inconsistencies, all the holes. In Christine Ford's testimony. And that's appalling. So Democrats can say all the nasty things. Republicans can't. That's Republicans can't be appalling. Democrats it's accepted because they're doing it for the good of the people. That's how this works. I mean, you get it, right? Of course, what the media and the Democrats don't know and the Swamp Republicans is that Americans, they relate to Trump. That's how you win. You have to have good ideas. But just as important is relatability. If you don't relate, Mitt Romney didn't relate. Obama could relate because Obama, I, I didn't relate to me, but people that were suckers, I didn't know. Obama promised hope. He liked the things that you liked. College basketball, this, that, blah, blah, blah. He just, you know, he related to you in that aspect. Mitt Romney was that guy that's in the, uh, you know, the, the, the penthouse. He's in that CEO office that you never get to go to. He's the, he's the CEO that you know the email, but you never email him because you're afraid they're going to fire you as soon as you hit send. 
That's why there was no relating to Mitt Romney. But Trump, well, crap, Trump talks the same way that I talk. Doesn't mean I'm stupid. It's just common sense. You go around everywhere and people say the same things that Trump just said. The same exact freaking things, right? Same exact things. So, I want you to hear Jeff Flake this morning because Jeff Flake, once again, not in Arizona. He's, he's, he's on the world tour now, Beavis and Butthead. Uh, it's Chris Coons and Jeff Flake on tour. And I, I apologize to Beavis and Butthead for insulting them because I was a huge Beavis and Butthead fan in the 90s. 127, Jeff Flake asked on NBC's Today Show about what Trump said. And here's, here's the, oh, Jeff Flake. Well, I, there's, there's no time and no place for remarks like that. But to discuss something this sensitive uh, at a political rally is just, uh, it's just not right. It's just not right. I wish he hadn't have done it. Um, I just can say it's, it's kind of appalling. That's appalling. Hey, Jeff, you still haven't said how appalling it is that Brett Kavanaugh was called a gang rapist and asked about drinking in high school. What high school kids do, having a good time in high school. You didn't find that appalling. You didn't find it appalling. These women are literally making up these stories. And Democrats acting as if it's true. That His life being destroyed. That's not appalling to you, Jeff Flake. This is why you weren't going to win and why nobody likes you. And why there's a nice chair waiting for you at CNN or MSNBC. That, I mean, that's it. That's what's appalling. You know what's appalling? Yes. 125, what Trump said yesterday. This is what's appalling. Here we go. In Mississippi, 125. They had gang rape, a gang rape. Many times. Well, that turned out to be false. So many different charges. Guilty until proven innocent. That's That's very dangerous for our country. That's appalling. That's very dangerous for our country. That's appalling. And I have it myself all the time. But for me, it's like... A part of the job description. <laughs> Let it happen to me. Shouldn't happen to him. Shouldn't happen to him. And people are going to say, by the way, and that, that is the only thing. People are going to say, well, Trump shouldn't have done that. It's just not worth it. No, he, you know what he did right there? He's showing America he's not afraid to stand up for people that are wrongly accused. He's showing America that he's not going to just sit back and be politically correct because the media tells him that that's the way he needs to be. So there's already Dick Durbin went on MSNBC and Mika and Joe's face this morning and said mocking Ford is beneath the dignity of the White House. What about destroying a man's life? Is that beneath the dignity of the Senate? Well, no, you got to take these things seriously. So Trump calls BS the fact. Listen, by the way, answer me this. You know what they're not going to say? What Trump said was factually incorrect. What did Trump say that was wrong? He said everything Christine Ford said, but just funny. I had a beer. Remember that? How'd you get there? I don't know. What house? I don't know. How'd you get home? I don't know. It's exactly what happened. Over it. You can comment if you'd like. 880-KNST, 880-5678. You want to know how insane this is? We have some sound bites. I mean, this is the media. The media. Oh, the media. There, We're going to get together and be on TV. And you're going to see people in boxes on television telling you how appalling this is. And we're going to try to make you feel so guilty that if you don't agree with us, that you must be one of those racist idiots that Hillary Clinton talks about that backs President Trump. That's exactly what's going to, what's going to happen. Maybe Jeff Flake will say, screw it, who cares? I'm going to vote against this guy because I hate Trump.
It wouldn't surprise me. But you're seeing a lot of polling in West Virginia, North Dakota, Missouri, where incumbent Democratic senators are losing bigly. And people in those states want Kavanaugh. I think he's going to be confirmed this Friday. I, this is what I think. Do I think Jeff Flake will vote for him? I don't know. I wouldn't be surprised if he didn't. Wouldn't be surprised at all. This is ridiculous. Again, just from the simple facts that they are literally not talking about the sex assaults anymore because Christine Ford is being proved to be a fraud. Swetnick proved herself to be a fraud. We played those sound bites yesterday. Who else is going to come forward? Who else? By the way, are they even talking about this letter on MSNBC this morning? I, I haven't really, haven't really watched. I've, I haven't seen any comments about it. But that's what happened. So anyway, yeah. Wait till you hear what uh, Andrea Mitchell? Because not only are they saying that his temperament should be questioned, she brings up something he needs to be investigated for. You got to hear this to believe it. It's incredible. It's coming up. KNST AM seven ninety Tucson's most stimulating talk. Old. All right, 708, what's going on? Morning Ritual, Garrett Lewis. KNSTAM 792, Tucson's most stimulating talk. Really quick, uh, uh, Mercer Carl is now talking, and I just saw a headline that he said, protesters are trying to intimidate us. No, it's just Jeff Flake, unless he just wants it to happen. Anyway, three things I think you need to know. Number one, Christine Ford's ex-boyfriend, dated her from 92 to 98, wrote a letter Obtained by Fox News, where he says, listen, this is all new to me. Uh, She never had a fear of flying. She even flew in propeller planes when she lived in Hawaii, going from island to island. Uh, Never told me about any sexual assault. Uh, But here's this. Here's even the bigger one. I witnessed her coach her best friend, Monica McLean, to prepare for a polygraph. Because she was trying to get, uh, she was going through all kinds of uh, job interviews, basically, with the FBI, the DOJ, that kind of stuff. I witnessed her do that. Yet, Christine Ford last week testified that she never coached anyone to a polygraph, never did anything, so she is a big, giant liar, apparently. Second thing that I think you need to know, illegal immigration, we can't forget about that. Can't at all. And the Washington Times has a story of, um, I mean, this is major stuff, the fraud. Fraud is soaring as illegal aliens are exploiting the family loophole. Uh Yes, Border Patrol identified 150 cases from just May until August of adults, men or women, pretending to be families to take advantage of the loophole. And, of course, they weren't. 150. It's about 10 times the the amount of cases that were recorded in all of 2017. That is crazy. But this is really happening. And then you get dopes like Supervisor Dick Elias and Ramoncita Valadez. Cita, whatever. Valadez and Sharon the Driver Bronson that claim that they're against Operation Stone Garden funds because they don't want to see families separated. Even, even when kids are being abused in traffic, you dingbats. Third thing, I think you need to know the economy is friggin' cooking right now. It's cooking so well. It's so hot, so on fire. Fed Reserve Chairman Jerome Powell said, you know, this economy is, is booming so, so much that it's almost too good to be true. It basically seems like it's too good to be true. Three things I think you need to know. All right. So, this is a major deal. If you're just tuning in, this is a major situation going on. Uh, the the FBI, according to reports that Fox News has, says they could finish up the whole uh, Kavanaugh, everything, the questioning, by today. 
which, of course, people that don't know exactly what happened or anything will say, that's too quick. No idea what's actually going on in the world, but it's just too quick because it doesn't fit the narrative, right? Not at all. And now that you have that Sweatnik chick uh, totally go back on everything that she said, even NBC News said, you're not credible. We can't find anything. This is this is just, you know, all the people that you said went to these rape parties. Nobody, nope, One's dead. One doesn't even know you. Two won't call us back. You give us four names. So she is, uh, she is as credible as Rosie O'Donnell telling you how to eat healthy. What? That was Avenatti's uh, person, right? Yep, yep. That was Avenatti's person. And he brought her, before he brought her forward, he said that she he had said he tons of witnesses vetted yep, her. Yep. So how is he still uh, barred? Not for me. It's lawyers protecting lawyers. You know, again, this, you know, I don't think they should just disbar him. Maybe you think so, but this should be the free market and say, why would I ever want to hire that guy as an attorney? You know? I mean, he's, he's, a, he's a liar. He's, he's a dirtbag. He's a dirtball, which is why those kinds of clients, the porn stars, these people, they go to him. They go to him. Well, I mean, porn stars need lawyers. And, and then there's guys like him. Yep. And that, that's where the credibility goes. All right. Uh, maybe they will. I don't. I don't know. They they could disbar him. They could say this guy's a joke to our pra- uh, to to our industry. Get out of here. I I don't know. Get out of here. Get out of here. Uh, and then you have the story again about uh, Christine Ford, and that's why again. So the sweating's falling apart. Christine Ford uh, Ford seems to be falling falling apart, which is why all they're talking about now is the temperament of Judge Kavanaugh. Uh, and of course, they're not bringing back. None of these reporters, none of these people in the media, none of these people in the boxes in television are asking the question of, well, you might say that he was a bit sharp and a bit mad and this, that. But wouldn't you be mad if people said that you were a gang rapist that was drugging girls in order to rape them? Wouldn't that make you mad? Nobody is asking that question. That would make any normal person mad. If Brett Kavanaugh didn't get mad, I'd say, how can you not be mad? Because it's more than just the Supreme Court. See, look, you want him on it. I want him on it. I get it. But personally, I mean, if this was you, if you were in Brett Kavanaugh's shoes, you'd say, first and foremost, I don't want people to think this is true. And I'm mad as hell that I'm being labeled as a gang rapist based on garbage. I don't even know these people. So that to me, that that's what this is about. That's what this is about. Um, But like, I'll give you an example. Number 129. Patrick Leahy, Patrick Leahy, senator, Democratic senator from Vermont. He's a thousand and four years old. He said this about uh, about Kavanaugh. Here we go. It's not a question whether he drank as a youngster. It's a question whether he was truthful to the committee. He was under oath. What was he not truthful about? So now it's now was he truthful? Truthful about what? I thought it was that he was just a guy that uh, went around uh, raping chicks, and he can't have a guy that did that. On the Supreme Court. That's what this whole thing was about to start, right? Notice it's changing. It's changing a lot. 130. Let's go to crazy-eyed Cory Booker. Crazy-eyed Cory Booker. 130. Here we go. Cory Booker. When their credibility has been challenged by intimates, people that knew the candidate well as a classmate. They can't. By the positive, positive, positive. That they can't produce any witnesses to corroborate everything they've, anything they've said. But there you go. Credibility. And then here we go. When his temperament has been revealed ah. in an emotional moment. Ah where he used language that, that, frankly, shocked a lot of us. Oh, it shocked us. But again, he has no right to be shocked and outraged that you literally called him evil, Cory Booker. We, we, he did. He called him evil. Uh, another human being evil because they disagree politically. Uh, and then on top of that, um, 
the guy you called him a, you 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 put it out there for everyone to believe that he was a guy that drugged women with quaaludes and then raped them and he had his buddies to do it and it was a train to do it right there you it's just sick and in america now you don't have the right to be upset about that you should just take it right in the shorts call it a day it's insane isn't it and then you have this christine ford this is unbel- this is this is really incredible stuff I put this story on my Facebook page, facebook.com slash Garrett Lewis Radio. Like it and follow it. I got to read it to you. Christine Ford's ex-boyfriend. He doesn't put out his name. It was redacted. John Roberts of Fox News got the letter. And he writes, I first met Christine Ford, Christine Blasey Ford, now Dr. Christine Ford, in 1989 or 90 in California. From 90 to 91, I was just friends with Ford. From approximately 92 to 98, I was in a relationship with Dr. Ford. I found her truthful and maintained no animus towards her. During our dating, our time dating, Dr. Ford never brought up anything regarding her experiences as a victim of sexual assault, harassment, or misconduct. Dr. Ford never mentioned Brett Kavanaugh. During some of the time we were dating, Dr. Ford lived with Monica L. McLean, who I understood to be her lifelong best friend. During this time, it was my understanding that McLean was interviewing for jobs with the FBI and the U.S. Attorney's Office. I witnessed Dr. Ford help McLean prepare for a potential polygraph exam. Dr. Ford explained in detail what to expect, how polygraphs worked, and helped McLean become familiar and less nervous about the exam. Dr. Ford was able to help because of her background in psychology. Garrett, what the hell difference does that matter? She helped out her friend. Ryan, I need 124. This is what happened last Thursday under oath, being questioned by Rachel Mitchell. Here's Christine Ford. Here we go. Have you ever had discussions with anyone uh, besides your attorneys on how to take a polygraph? Never. And I don't just Hmm. mean countermeasures, but I mean just any sort of tips or anything like that. No, I was scared of the test itself but was comfortable that i could tell the information and the test would reveal whatever it was going to reveal i didn't expect it to be as long as it was going to be so it was a little bit stressful have you ever given tips or advice to somebody who was looking to take a polygraph test never well that again let me just one more time I witnessed Dr. Ford help McLean prepare for a potential polygraph exam. Dr. Ford explained in detail what to expect, how polygraphs worked, and helped McLean become familiar and less nervous about the exam. Dr. Ford was able to help because of her background in psychology. Doesn't this go to credibility? How come there aren't Republicans screaming? And our Republican Senator Charles Grassley said, we need to find out what the hell's going on. He sent a letter, but this is what's garbage. He sent a letter to her attorneys demanding that they get their medical decision. Damage is done. Stop sending freaking letters. Learn how to play the game, man. Get on TV and radio. Hold the letter in your hand and say, how can we take anything she says? She says she didn't remember where the house was, how she got there, how she left. Uh, Every witness that she said saw and was there said this never happened. I can't corroborate it. And now her ex-boyfriend says, well... I actually witnessed her help her best friend prepare for polygraph. And then she told, she told Rachel Mitchell, I never did this. And the reason, again, is that the Dems are making a big deal. Well, she took a polygraph. And the polygraph showed she was telling the truth about Brett Kavanaugh. 
George Costanza. It's only a lie if you believe it. Or it's not a lie, right? It's not a lie if you believe it. That's what it's not a lie if you believe it. That's Costanza for you. Can't stand you. Uh, so there you go. There's more, too, by the way. 880-KNST, 880-5678. You can comment. What do you want to see done here? And why isn't immoral Jeff Flake standing up saying, you know, maybe this is maybe this is a big deal as he's talking to the Today Show. Man, we need to look into this. This goes to all of her credibility. Maybe she has none. And yet these dopey Republicans, Susan Collins, ah, the president should not have mocked her. Why, why is this not being talked about all the time? Every fake claim got insane coverage in the media. This is an ex-boyfriend. Is he telling the truth? I don't know. Maybe, maybe not. And there's more that he wrote. I'll get to that. But this is a big deal. The media spend more. They gave more credibility and time to Julie Swetnick and her ridiculous story of, uh, I witnessed uh, the uh, I witnessed Kavanaugh and his buddies uh, putting putting drugs in girls' drinks, drugging them, and then raping them. That's why I, I saw the people lining up outside of doors. I mean, I went to ten of those parties. Why would you not call the police? Wow, ah, they gave this dolt credibility. We see what's going on here. We see it. Seven twenty-one. There's more in this letter I have to read to you about her flying. We'll get to that. There are more unbelievable sound bites that I have to play. We have uh, another stupid thing from Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. Don't go anywhere. Morning Ritual, Garrett Lewis, KNST, AM790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. Your shot at $1,000 now. Text the word WIN to 200-200. You'll get a text confirming entry plus iHeartRadio info. Standard data and message rates apply. That's WIN to 200-200. Oh, it gets even better. Hi, Gary Lewis with you. KNST AM 790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. Yes. Going to be about 88 and sunny today. We might get rain on Sunday. That's what I'm being told now, but by tomorrow that may change. I'm putting the video up at KNST.com of President Trump. I, is it really mocking? Yeah, it is. You know what? It's mocking Christine Ford because she's a, she's a fraud. Let's just, it is what it is. Yeah, she, she's not an honest person. It doesn't seem to be that way. I'll put that up at KNST.com in the next couple of minutes. And underneath, I'll put Jeff Flake being uh, upset. It's just, it's appalling. Uh, is it appalling that Obama gave Iran $150 billion, you dingbat? Is it? Is it? Is it? Is it appalling that your kids and his wife at the time killed a whole bunch of dogs? Is it? This dude, you know what? Your 15 minutes is almost up, Jeff. He's relishing this. This is it for him. There's nothing else that's going to make him relevant the rest of his life. And you know what? With you saying it's that, hurting him. he's going to vote no. May, uh, don't blame me for that. No, I'm sure. No, I, I you mean, think that's what's going to do it? With the way you're just playing out to us. He's not liked, and you think he's going to do it even more where he's going to just go down in history as the most hated Republican of all time by yes. Republicans. Yes. Where he's going to say, that's it. You know what? I don't care. And It is what it is. Man, oh man, oh man. Guess what? Americans are pissed at what Brett Kavanaugh has had to go through. Trump making fun of the woman, mocking the woman with her crap answers. I mean, it really was garbage. Her answers were like a Saturday Night Live skit. I mean, this whole thing is like a sad, when If Saturday Night Live was funny, this would be like a skit. But it's just not funny. <laughs> anyway, apparently we know who the, uh, the boyfriend is. The ex-boyfriend, Brian Merrick. 
Paul Sperry, a great investigative journalist, tweeted out September 29th, FBI to also interview Ford's ex-boyfriend, Brian Merrick. Ford's ex-classmate, Lisa Everett, and Kavanaugh's best friend, Donnie Ergo, in addition to Mark Judge and others. But wait a second. So you have that. And Brian Merrick was interviewed by the Wall Street Journal for their article on Christine Blasey Ford back on September 19th. Oh, eight days before her her hearing. And then get this, September 26th, the Malibu Times did a story about Christine Ford's relationship with Brian Merrick. This is the guy that wrote the letter, apparently. Ford was a Malibu resident. She attended Pepperdine University in 1991, received a master's degree in clinical psychology. She later taught at the university from 95 to 98. During this time, she dated fellow Pepperdine student Brian Merrick who is part of one of Malibu's Malibu's founding families as the youngest son of late Judge John Merrick. The two dated for eight years. Well, he said 92 to 98. That's six years. Hmm. As reported by the Wall Street Journal, during their relationship, Merrick stated Ford had never mentioned the assault. Huh. And by the way, you think it's possible with the questioning that Rachel Mitchell did, she had to have known that at some point, I mean, so this, well, hang on. so this Brian Merrick was known eight days before the the judiciary hearing on September nineteenth. The Wall Street Journal did a story. Republicans contact this Rachel Mitchell. She's going to do the questioning. You don't think there's any chance that, as she prepared for this, she read these stories about her, contacted people that knew her, and asked questions. What would make Rachel Mitchell ask that question? Can you play 124 one more time? This is my point. She had to have known about this. And she had to have said it say it this way to know that, that Christine Ford was going to lie about it. Because again, the Dems are making a big deal. Christine Ford took a polygraph. She's totally fine. Took a polygraph. Passed it with flying colors. So she's telling the truth. And remember the questioning. Here we go. Have you ever had discussions with anyone uh, besides your attorneys on how to take a polygraph? Never. And I don't just mean countermeasures, but I mean just any sort of tips or anything like that. No, I was scared of the test itself, but Hmm. was comfortable that I could tell the information and the test would reveal whatever it was going to reveal. I didn't expect it to be as long as it was going to be, so it was a little bit stressful. Have you ever given tips or advice to somebody who was looking to take a polygraph test? Never. What would make her ask that question? She had to have known. She had to have talked to this Brian Merrick. And now this lady is caught lying under oath. Bring her up on charges. It's not a lie if you believe it. Very good point. But it's still a lie. Bring her up on charges. What do you think? 880-KNST, 880-5678. We'll get to what uh, what Jerk Jeff Flake said. Uh, if you missed that, uh, the what Grassley wants to do, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, so much more. Don't go anywhere. Here's Fox. Com. He gets you up, gets you going. He stimulate you the morning ritual with garrett lewis is on knst am 790 tucson's most stimulating talk word hey what's going on 742 on this trump day 
October 3rd already. One more day for me until my Islanders start the process of depressing me for another season. It's true. Three things I think you need to know. Don't take your shot. Don't take your shot. You shut your mouth. You shut your mouth. I wasn't going to say Rangers. Three things I think you need to know. (laughs) Number one, uh, Christine Blasey's ex-boyfriend, apparently a guy named Brian Merrick, according to reports, wrote a letter where he said she never said she was afraid of flying. We We flew in propeller planes, for God's sakes. She lived in a one-bedroom house that was 500 square feet, only one door in and out. She never complained about that. And she also helped her best friend prepare for a polygraph as she was trying to get a job with the FBI and the U.S. Attorney's Office. That is against everything, everything that she testified. Oh, but she perjured herself. Bring, throw the book at her. Throw it at her. Uh, second thing that I think you need to know is that illegal aliens, I mean, they are streaming across the board. We can't forget this. We need that damn wall, man. You got to vote the right thing. We need that wall. It has to happen. Uh, The fraud is now. You don't think we should separate families? Oh, well, guess what? Fraud from people claiming to be family members, like, you know, parents of kids, it's 10 times greater this year than it was last year. 10 times greater it's happening. People are claiming that's my kid. It's not the kid. Third thing, I think you need to know, the economy is doing so well. Fed Reserve Chairman Jerome Powell said, it's as if the economy is too good to be true. Three things I think you need to know. Not enough credit given to that. Not enough credit at all. All right. So here we have stuff going on. Um, we have we, we played the, uh, the audio for you, and I have the video on my page at knst.com of Trump being masterful in his humor. Mocking Christine Ford for her lame testimony. You shouldn't do that. Why Why not? The rest of us are. Everyone is. You know, it's about time people stand up for Americans. It's like all we he, all we heard. I mean, this before you think, because I know what your gut's telling you. Your instincts are like, you probably shouldn't do that. Yet every Democrat and media member in the world has you convinced, and they're trying to convince people that haven't been convinced yet, that Brett Kavanaugh is a, is a sex monster. He's a rapist. He's an assaulter. He drugs chicks. and has, it's, There's nothing true about it. 0 for 8 on the witnesses that that corroborate any story so far. All that happens is this guy gets destroyed over and over and over. And it takes Trump, and Lindsey Graham did too, but Trump to stand up and basically say, this woman's full of it. He went through her testimony in a very humorous way. What do you remember? I had a beer. Where was the house? I don't know. How'd you get there? I don't know. How'd you leave? I don't know. So, of course, since this is something that is just not... These, these swamp rats are not used to this. So Jeff Flake, Jeff Flake, uh, is on, he's on his Beavis and Butthead tour with uh, Chris, Chris Coons, these two guys. Go get your own reality show. Go live on an island somewhere. One, uh, 127. One more time. And then you got to hear what Susan Collins said. Here we go, Jeff Flake. Well, uh, there's, there's no time and no place for mm. remarks like that. But to discuss something... This sensitive uh, at a political rally is just—it's uh, so it's sensitive. Just not right. It's just not right. I wish he hadn't have done it. Um, it's so sensitive. Uh, just to say it's—it's it's kind of appalling. Mm-hmm. It's not sensitive though to ask Brett Kavanaugh about him raping women in uh, sex parties and all this stuff based on based on garbage. So the Jeff Flake—that—that's just appalling. That's—it's too much. Obama lying about Benghazi and the Americans getting killed and sending out Susan Rice to lie five times on five different Sunday shows about it. That's, that's okay in Jeff Flake's book. He still talks to Obama. Then you have Susan Collins, another rhino. This one uh, from Maine, Republican in name only from Maine, number 140. Yeah. She's upset at what Trump said. Listen to her. The president's comments were just plain wrong. 
Actually, no, Susan, they were right. There's nothing he said that was actually wrong. You got a guy getting his life destroyed. Well, no, they they play play her one more time. Play play Susan Collins one more time. One forty. The president's comments were just plain wrong. You may not know who Susan Collins is, and that's okay. She's just some rhino from Maine. But you may have heard her also in the Christmas Vacation movie with Chevy Chase. She played the part of Aunt Bethany. Oh, that was fun. I love riding in cars. You can't tell me there's any difference between those two. Go ahead. The president's comments were just plain wrong. Oh, that was fun. I love riding in cars. Case closed. Case closed. We'll get your comments. 880-KNST, 880-5678. It's, uh, it's incredible. Incredible what's going on. <clears throat> and they're changing it to be about temperament. It was about his, uh, his sexual whatever, even though there's nothing to actually, nothing to say that that's actually true, right? I mean, it's, it's just not there. It's not there. And now, apparently, again, it's, it, it, it's his temperament. How dare he be upset about being called a rapist that drugged women and then, and then raped them? I mean, why would he be upset about that? That's, ugh, man, it's just crazy. That's just crazy. Um, now, there's, uh, there is a website, refinery29.com. You want to know how insane this is getting? There is now a lipstick named after Brett Kavanaugh. A lipstick. You know what it's called? F. Kavanaugh. That's right. The F, the F curse. The, it's not just F, it's, it's the F word. F. Kavanaugh. The lipstick is colored a deep red shade to match the judge's righteously indignant temperament during the hearing last week where he proclaimed himself innocent of Christine Blasey Ford's allegation that he sexually assaulted her at a pool party 36 years ago. Uh, Katie Stone, Stones, the founder of Lip Slut. Isn't that nice? She's the founder of Lip Slut. After seeing Kavanaugh's hot-headedness at the hearing, we thought a calm, cool, and collected shade would be fitting. Imagine a cool-toned maroon. Yeah. And then they've, so they've created uh, F. Kavanaugh. They're trying to capitalize on this. You gotta love America, right? You gotta love it. By the way, one more real quick before we get to your calls. Uh, and we will eventually, I, I promise. Um, don't hold me to it. 130. Oh, wait, no, 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 no. No, no, 131. Cory Booker. Crazy-eyed Cory Booker again. Uh, Now, the charges against Kavanaugh were insane. Does it matter if they're true or not? Apparently not to Cory Booker anymore. They're moving the goalposts. Are you ready? Listen to this. Here we go. Not whether he's innocent or guilty. This is not a trial. But ultimately, has enough questions be raised that we should not move on to another candidate? Doesn't matter if he's innocent or guilty. So now in America, as long as somebody throws an accusation out there that can't be proven, they should be totally thrown aside I mean, basically, in the public opinion, they are guilty. Uh, and it, whether it's fair to them or not doesn't matter. Guilty or innocent doesn't matter. Let's go on to the next one. And that's what it's all about. They're just scared. They're scared that he might actually he might actually do something about Roe versus Wade. That fifth magical vote. I don't think anything's ever going to happen with that. But that's what they're saying. That's what they keep moving the goalposts. All right, we got to get to your calls, your reaction to this. Jeff Flake, his idiocracy. Uh, Susan Collins, he's dopes. 
well, Trump shouldn't have done that. Why shouldn't have Trump done that? We're all thinking this. We're wanting some politician to stand up and fight for us. This guy finally is, and it's too much? No, 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 no. Like, they just don't get it still, do they? Trump got elected after that ridiculously awful Access Hollywood tape came out where he was a, he was a, a buffoon and said, you can grab him by the, and they just don't care. I mean, that was, it was a bad thing to say. He thought he was in private. It was a bad thing to say. Women, we didn't care. We elected him anyway because that's all we care about. And then the media, by the way, is now throwing this tax story at us about his dad doing something, taking advantage of tax law. It's law. If it's illegal, charge. Go ahead, throw charges. All of us, you can tell there's nothing on Kavanaugh. When all of a sudden the New York Times puts this gigantic 15,000-word story out about Trump and his dad and somehow uh, uh, they think he did some kind of cooking the books on taxes, didn't pay what he should, blah, 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 years and years and years ago. Man, they if everything was really going against Kavanaugh, why would they change the topic so much, right? Get people's eyes off of it. KNST AIM 792 sounds most stimulating. What's happening with you? It's your morning ritual. 8.07 of the morning. KNST AM 792 Sons. Most stimulating talk. Three things I think you need uh, to know. Number one. Well, well, well. The FBI, it looks like, according to Fox News, may wrap up their Kavanaugh probe uh, today. That's a big flipping matzo ball there, isn't it? Oh, people are going to be angry. And then people will be, be very happy as well. Looks like they're going to wrap that up. Second thing that I think you need to know, Christine Blasey Ford's ex-boyfriend apparently reports say that it's a guy named Brian Merrick. He wrote a letter. Fox News' John Roberts got it, and he said, I dated her from 92 to 98. Uh, she coached her best friend. I witnessed this, Monica McLean, on how to uh, deal with a polygraph. Gave her advice, everything. And I've been playing for you all morning. During last week's testimony, she denied ever, ever coaching anyone, giving advice on a polygraph. She, he said she did this because of her expertise as a psychologist. And this is big because, one, she, got, she lied under, under oath. She perjured herself. Two, the Dems were saying you have to believe her because she passed a polygraph test. Right? That's, that's what she said. That's what was said. This is crazy. Third thing I think you need to know. Illegal immigration. Can't forget about this. We need the wall. Like, big picture. Big picture. Washington Times has a story that is crazy. So you have uh, Dick Elias, Valadez, and Sharon the Driver Bronson all turning down a million four in grant money for, uh, from the feds in Operation Stone Garden because they're upset about families being separated at the border. Well, guess what? Border Patrol said fraud is soaring at the border. They identified 150 cases from just May until August of adults, men or women, pretending to be families to take advantage of the family loophole. Pretending to do this. Children are now becoming pawns. And you have unwitting dopes, or they're just straight up dopes in our supervisors here, acting as if kids are being separated from their parents. You just help kids get trafficked through across the border. Way to go, Sharon the Driver, Supervisor Dick Elias, and Ramoncito Valadez. I said that right? Okay, good. Here we go. Good enough. Three things I think you need to know. So these are the ba- these are the main stories of the day. Again, this uh, the Trump mocking Christine Ford. We're all mocking Christine Ford. Let's get over it. 
Trump and for, for Aunt Bethany, a.k.a. Susan Collins, to say that the president, play her again, 140, the pre, she's mad the president actually mocked. The president's comments were just plain wrong. No, they weren't. They were actually 100% right. What he said. You know what? Play it again. I want people to hear this all the time. But he shouldn't do this. He's the president. You get He's Donald Trump. He's not some fake, phony, manicured, poll-tested politician. I believe we have two of those running for Senate right now in Arizona. The president's comments were just plain wrong. Mm-hmm. Uh, again, you, you have not seen two people that are actually shells of themselves portraying everything they're not, like Martha McSally and Kirsten Cinema. That being said, because people give me a hard time, you better vote for Martha McSally because Kirsten Cinema is a complete nut. I hope people remember that stuff. People go after me when I say things about Martha the same way people like Flake went after Trump. What he said about Mexicans is appalling. He said they send over drug dealers and rapists, which they do sometimes. And he said and some people are good people. So feel free to join me in an elevator anytime. So creepy. Play Trump real quick. Play 126, I think it is. Yeah, one Trump, uh, this is what he said that's making uh, people like swamp rats, making the media as well, making their hair set on fire here we go 36 years ago this happened i had one beer right i had one beer well do you think it was nope it was one beer oh good how did you get home i don't remember how'd you get there i don't remember where is the place i don't remember how many years ago was it i don't know i don't know i don't know i don't know what neighborhood was it in? I don't know. Where's the house? I don't know. Mm-hmm. Upstairs, downstairs, where was it? I don't know. But I had one beer. That's the only thing I remember. He's right. Aunt Bethany, he's right. And a man's life is in tatters. Yep. A man's life is yep. shattered. His wife is shattered. His daughters, who are beautiful, incredible young kids, they destroy people. They want to destroy people. These are really evil people. They are. I mean, that's... They don't care. They that's don't a man care. speaking from the heart right there. You know that? Mm-hmm. It's true. Mm-hmm. He is speaking from the heart. They're just plain wrong. Oh, that was fun. I love riding in cars. Yeah, thank you, Susan Collins. Uh, let's go to Dave. Dave, welcome to KNST. Hi, Dave. Hey, good morning, Garrett. I love that bit about Susan Collins. It's hilarious. Um, <laughs> I agree. I was listening. Sorry, I was listening to this news <laughs> bit earlier where Chuck Schumer was quoted as, uh, you know, he was lambasting Trump, saying that Trump shouldn't mock a sexual assault survivor or whatever, R- even though her testimony was quote riddled with falsehoods. Well, somebody <laughs> should send Chuck a dictionary because falsehood means lie. Wait a second. So, wait a second. Wait a second. He actually said that her that she was riddled with falsehoods. Yeah, yeah, it was on it was on the tape that you guys okay. were playing a few minutes ago, like whatever at the top of the hour. Yeah, Fox they, News. Okay, you know, they run the news cycle. Oh my goodness! Okay, we got to we got to get that. We got to get that's. So he admitted that she is there are she he, has like more holes than Swiss that, cheese. He said that Trump shouldn't he shouldn't mock a uh, an assault survivor, wow. even though her testimony may have been quote riddled with falsehoods. Falsehood. I, I went like dictionary right away, and it means lie. So essentially, Chuck, you're saying her story was riddled with lies. Exactly. But we shouldn't. We shouldn't. You know, mock her, even though she's full of it. Wow. Okay, dude. That's 
They, it, dude, that, now you know why. So that, that's what it's coming to now. And they were trying to go with the temperament angle. Now they're going to go after Trump being a mean guy. Yet Democrats well, we that were mean that as hell. Out for them in 2016, right? It well, didn't work out too well. Exactly. So. Democrats mean as hell about uh, making this guy to be a sexual deviant monster that drug chicks to rape him. That's not mean. That's okay. Yeah. That's okay. Yeah. It's oh, appalling, Garrett. It's, it's appalling. Freaking Jeff Guys, Flake, I look tell at, you. Look at, look at, don't I forget. Look at, just don't forget. It's not a lie. If you believe it. <laughs> <laughs> Dave, man, I appreciate it. Thanks, brother. I'll get that sound. Hey, man. You too. Have a good day. You too. Take care. That's why people like this show. And Bethany, 880-KNST, 880-5678. Let's go to Paul. Paul, welcome to KNST. Hi. How you doing? All right. Hey, I got a silver lining for all this. Okay. You know, we're all this blame lies at the feet of the feminist movement. So we use any means whatsoever to achieve their left-wing ends. And what they have done to many young and not-so-young American women is appalling. And this, I hope, will open a big discussion and a big investigation of what this appalling movement has done to this country over the last 40 years. We're not even the same nation anymore. I am 75 years old. I have three daughters. I have seen women change from what we knew in the 50s to what they are now, and the effect of this feminist movement overall has been very negative on this country, and this hearing with Kavanaugh has brought all this out, and that is the silver lining that I hope will open an entire discussion and investigation over the airwaves of this country and a close examination of damage being done to the American man by this appalling movement called radical feminism. You know what? You make a great point. Now, I'm not against women working. And listen, in my household, it ain't the 50s. I do the cooking. My wife doesn't iron my shirt unless I, I'm in a pinch and she has to. But that's also I'm a control freak. And I think I do it better than her. But, um, I mean, it's different in that aspect. It's not like she stays home all day. Uh, you know, vacuuming and doing all this stuff, even though it wouldn't be bad. But she, they don't do that. However, it, it goes from feminism, and it's now being feminism is being taught and radicalized on college campuses because they have classes about male toxic masculinity and men having to lose their masculinity and not really be men anymore. And and you're right, this feminist movement has basically it's evolved and it's gotten to the radical point of where it's okay to go after a man who hasn't done anything wrong, anything illegal, anything wrong at all, just to try to get rid of him, and it's exposing itself. They're doing it based on nothing but politics. They're not even standing up for women. They're doing it just for political purposes. That's what it comes down to. The feminist movement used to be all about women. Now it's all about liberal policies. That's it. Nothing else. Case closed. And they're okay with trashing and destroying a man and his family, including his two daughters, including his wife. To get their way. And it's all based on politics. You're right. It's exposed. It's a great point, Paul. I appreciate it, man. You got it. Well said. Thank you. Take care. You too. But that's what it comes down to. Uh, The the feminists are cool with destroying people based on their political ideology. It's not even about sticking up for women. That's why there are women that are pissed off right now. There are women that are mad. Because, yes... They see it's unfair. They can see with a clear head. They, they understand what's right and wrong. And they also don't want this to happen to their husband, their dad, their brother, their sons. My wife is paranoid. 
Listen, I get after this whole situation with with all these libs and everything and people coming out of the woodwork with Matt Lauer and Weinstein and and you name it. I mean, it made me think and I talked about it on the air that I when I go to a business meeting, a client meeting, if we have mostly despite the fact that it's a man's world, we have mostly women sales reps. Right. Do I want to go in a car with them? Then it's her word versus my word. What if all of a sudden she just didn't like me or something like that? And she says, Garrett did this to me. It's like a Kavanaugh situation. How do I disprove something that didn't happen when it's her word versus my word? It's like I want to stay seven feet back from all women in this office with my hands in my pocket at all times. Just so there's no accusation. It's crazy, isn't it? It's insane. 880-KNST, 880-5678. Really quick. What, what's the, I can't read the name. You're kidding me. Lef, is that right? Yeah. Lef, L-E-F. Lef, that's your name? L-E-F. Is that short for something? Yeah, it's short for Leslie. Oh, Les. Les. Yeah, L-E-F. Ryan put L-E-F as in Frank, and I'm like, your name is not Lef. That's crazy. All right, all right, Les. Les. I asked him Sorry, welcome to KNST. Hello. All right, I, I just wanted to make a comment about, you know, they're talking about Kavanaugh you know, with a drinking problem all that way yeah. back when, they ought to look at some of their own people that are there now, like Rayo Grijalva. Yeah, well, he had an that, issue. Uh, you know, that guy is drunk off his ass all the time. And Well, you can't you say, know. listen, listen, listen. You can't say all the time. You know, he did get a uh, DUI a long time ago. Um, and he, was, he, well, he did have to fork over $48,000 of our money to a former staffer who claimed he was drunk and belligerent, so we do have that. Um, but, listen, Raul's got some issues. Look at Ted Kennedy from back in the day. Uh, yeah. Chris Dodd from back in the day. Remember the stories, Chris Dodd and Ted Kennedy? They used to go to D.C. restaurants, and they did, like, the I forget the name of the sandwich, but there was some kind of a sandwich where they one would hop on the table and pull a waitress on him, and the other one would go from behind and do what, yeah, that's what these two idiots did, Ice these two drunk sandwich? idiots. It's some kind of yeah. sick sandwich. It's 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 a <laughs> sick sandwich. It's a sandwich I wouldn't pass the health code. Um, yeah, you know, I saw him at the airport a while back, and I had to laugh. This guy, he's like five foot tall, and about two of it's his head. The guy, I mean, he's got it. He looked like a pickled head going through right, the thing. I got you. I just Ryan, I blame you for this. That's, you don't have to fine. sit. Listen, we know Grahalva's a moron. It just demeans. Let me use the names. I use them in a very mature way. You don't have to sit here and say how ugly the man is or whatever. That has. This is making me never want to. These calls are making me thirsty. Oh, that was fun. No, it wasn't. These calls are making me thirsty for some kind of booze to get away from it. Not all of them. He was bad. Everybody else was good. Call roll. Yes. Sorry. That's the kind of stuff. I listen. Just. It's just stupid. What? Just stupid. Hey, man. Go, I, don't, I can't control the callers. Listen, I'm glad you listen, but go go put that on crap on social media for all I care. Don't do that stuff here. It's just dumb. Uh, 820, it was stupid. Does now he have a big head? I don't care. I'm just asking. I don't know. Don't yell at me. I don't know. I don't care. The guy is just a, is, is just a, uh, is a radical nut. We know this by his mm. That's what needs to count more than anything else. But people here keep voting for him. All right, uh, I think I did enough to separate myself from that guy. 822. <laughs> well, you know what you should do. Why? So feel free to join me in an elevator anytime. Not with either of those guys. <laughs> Not with either of them. Are you sure? Positive. Uh, so we have to get some more sound bites. We got it. Wait till you hear what Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, the 
face of the Democratic Party, what she said. Do you know, does she know what she's running for? What position in Congress? And yet, wait till you hear what she told a crowd, what she's going to do. Oh, my God. It's coming up. KNSTA AM 790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. Your shot at $1,000 now. Text the word bank to 200-200. You'll get a text confirming entry plus iHeartRadio info. Standard data and message rates apply. That's bank to 200-200. 8.30, thanks for hanging out. Gary Lewis with you. KNST AM 792, Zon's most stimulating talk. Again, if you miss any part of this show, I have a channel. You can hear every show, iHeartRadio.com. Just search my name, Garrett Lewis. You'll get it. If you have the iHeartRadio app, same thing. Search Garrett Lewis. You'll get it. It's on demand. It's free. It's easy. Even someone as clueless as Jeff Flake could do it. Probably has. All right. Listen, that caller at the beginning of the hour was a little bit off on what Chuck Schumer was was meaning. We found the audio of Chuck Schumer just minutes ago on the Senate floor talking about Trump mocking Christine Ford. Uh, Listen to what, uh, let's play right now. Listen to what Schumer said. Here we go. President Trump's outright mockery of a sexual assault survivor, riddled as it was with falsehoods. Let me say that again. President Trump's outright mockery of a sexual assault survivor, riddled as it was with falsehoods, was reprehensible beneath the office of the presidency. Pause it. Okay, hang on. Again, guy's life gets ruined in Kavanaugh. So what he's saying is not that that caller made it seem as if Schumer said that her testimony was riddled with falsehoods. Schumer's saying that what Trump said yesterday was riddled with falsehoods when he mocked her, which isn't true. What do you remember? One beer. Yeah, you can go, no, no, go back to the beginning, actually. One beer. One beer. How'd you get there? I don't remember. That's all true. She doesn't remember how she got there. She doesn't remember how she left. She doesn't know where the house is. Where's the falsehoods? Do you want to know what a false... Chuck Schumer just said a falsehood. Did you catch it? Listen one more time. President Trump's outright mockery of a sexual assault survivor... Right there. That has not been proven. She is not a sexual assault survivor. We don't know this. She claims that she was sexually assaulted. The four people that she said were the witnesses have all denied the event ever happening. Even her friend. Her friend. Nope, never happened. Never happened. Leland. Leland Kaiser, her friend. Never happened. Didn't I, I have no recollection of it. I never even met Brett Kavanaugh is what she said. So you are uh, riddled with falsehoods, Chucky. You are. We'll get more of your uh, comments. You, you got to pick up on this stuff. You do. We do. The country does. We'll get to Ocasio-Cortez and your reaction to all this stuff coming up. It's KNS. More thrills than navigating through a minefield of potholes on a Tucson street. Or at least you'll be just as pissed as hitting every pothole on a Tucson street. The Morning Ritual with Garrett Lewis is on KNST AM 790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. What up? 842. Three things I think you need to know. Number one, reports that the FBI is going to wrap up everything today with Kavanaugh. Number two, uh, Christine Ford, the original accuser. Her story is falling apart very, very quickly. An ex-boyfriend wrote a letter obtained by Fox News' John Roberts where he says, I witnessed her coach her best friend, Monica McLean, on how to prepare for a polygraph. Yet last week, she testified 
before the Senate committee and said, I never coached anyone, never got advice, tips, anything on polygraphs. She's a psychologist. Her ex-boyfriend said she did this based on her training as a psychologist. And why is this relevant? Because the Dems are saying she passed a polygraph test to prove that Brett Kavanaugh did what he did. She perjured herself. She, he also wrote that she had no fear of flying. Never mentioned that. They used to fly in propeller planes from Hawaiian Island to Hawaiian Island. Yep. Fraud. Third thing I think you need to know. Uh, a lot of fraud going on. Speaking of that, down on the border, uh, the amount of people, the amount of illegal aliens claiming to bring over their kids is skyrocketing up 10 times than what it was last year. 150 cases alone between May and August of this year, adults claiming they're bringing over their kids and they're not their kids. Yet Dick Elias, Sharon the, the Driver Bronson, and Ramon Valdez, they want to make sure families aren't separated. They're not even their families. These kids are being trafficked in. Three things I think you need to know. So, we have much, much more, including Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. And then I have to get to you why the New York Times did this, uh, this story on Trump and tax returns and everything. You're going to like this. And Trump's lawyer is already threatening the New York Times, as, as he should. But Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, the face of the Democratic Party, she's the socialist. She's like, I love socialism. Remember her? And by the way, Obama endorsed her. So don't tell me Obama's not a socialist. You know, why would he endorse a socialist if he's not a socialist? Whatever. So. She's like on some stairs and she's talking to people and they're looking up at her as if she's like, so she's kind of a god. And we played so many sound bites where she's wrong, wrong about the economy, unemployment. She remember she double majored at BU in economics and international relations, and she had no idea what she was talking about with the Israelis and the Palestinians, and said she had to she had to talk to the experts to get her advice. I mean, she is she is just a young dope. She's convincing clueless people that she knows what she's talking about. Well. Guess what? I don't know if she knows what she's running for. It's Congress, right? Not President, Congress. Listen to what she said to the, to the crowd. Here we go. It is a responsibility, not just to deliver, because it doesn't mean that you get everything tomorrow, as much as I would love that. I would love to get inaugurated January 3rd, January 4th. We're signing health care. We're signing this. We're decarcerating our society. Only the president gets inaugurated, lady. On January 3rd? I don't even know what date. I think but, it's the 20th, but, isn't it? Yeah, that, that's the, for the president, yes. But the president gets inaugurated. Members of Congress are sworn in. Members of Congress do not sign bills. They create legislation. The president signs the bills. People are going to vote for this moron. She Every interview she has, remember the interviews we played where they're like, even Jake Tapper's like, how are you going to pay for your $38 billion health care for all? Like, what, what, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? How are you going to do this? And she doesn't ever answer the question. And he was like, I guess you're not going to answer the question. I don't want to play. I don't want to spend two minutes on that. I, I just, I just don't, I just don't want to do that. It's, it, it doesn't. I mean, we have a whole, so many of these. Oh yeah. Play that one. She doesn't care if she's a socialist. Here we go. Go ahead. I come at it from a very pragmatic lens. You know, I didn't read a book one day. I was like, oh, I guess I'm a socialist. It was like, it was like, okay, well, I believe in healthcare for all. I believe mm. in education for all. I believe in in housing as a human right. Mm. And then if people are going to call me a socialist for believing in those things, like, all right, call me a socialist. Like, I don't cool. give a damn. <laughs> How's that working out in Venezuela? How'd that work out? Well, Cuba is communism, but how that, how's that working out? Health, healthcare for all in Venezuela is they're starving, eating dogs that are just on the street 
who were starving themselves. So I'm done with that stuff. So there's uh, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. So listen, if this Brett Kavanaugh story was really going the way the Dems and the media wanted it, they wouldn't have changed the story that he is a sex freak and drugged women and raped him and stuff like that to his temperament is something I need to question. When most Americans have a clear head and would say, yeah, I'd be mad too if I was called and accused of being a rapist. Like, I'd be, I'd be mad about that. <laughs> I'd be very mad at being dragged through the mud and having my kids and wife and everybody and uh, having to deal with this stuff based on no credibility, no, no witness, not, nothing, no, nothing, no corroboration. Well, it's nice that Jeff Flake is helping him along with the yeah. narrative. Yeah, exactly. Jeff, he's such a tool bag. So it's now, it's now shifted to that, to the temperament. We played sound bites for the morning. I have more of them. If it was going so well, why would the New York Times put out a story yesterday that apparently Trump, I don't cheat on his taxes, I can't even tell. It involves his dad. I'll get you some of the story. But for all of a sudden to them, attack Trump. Usually they wait till Monday. Like every week it's a new thing they try to attack him on. All of a sudden this story comes out and on CNN, MSNBC, the narrative changes. The focus changes from Kavanaugh being the worst person ever to... Crap, I guess we have no chance. It looks like he's going to get confirmed. It looks like we're losing this argument. We can't convince people. They don't believe our lies. So you know what? Let's move on to the next thing. Trump cheated in taxes! If things were going so well to make sure Kavanaugh was never confirmed, they would have held on to this story until next week. But they didn't. The story is Trump engaged in suspect tax schemes as he reaped riches from his father. What, what? Here's some of the story. President Trump participated in dubious tax schemes during the 1990s, including instances of outright fraud. Huh. That greatly increased the fortune he received from his parents. An investigation by the New York Times has found, well, you know, if it's the Times, it's got to be true, right? You have that. It says here, but the Times investigation, based on a vast trove of confidential tax returns and financial records, reveals Mr. Trump received the equivalent today of at least $413 million from his father's real estate empire, starting when he was a toddler, continuing to this day. While the records do not include the president's personal tax returns, because that's what it seemed, president, his tax returns are right, he cheated, hmm? and reveal little about his recent business dealings at home and abroad, dozens of corporate partnership and trust tax returns offer the first public accounting of the income he received for decades from various family enterprises. So he got money, his dad worked with tax professionals to make sure he can keep more of his money than the government wanted the government wanted to take he wanted to keep more of it who doesn't want to keep more of their own money but just hang on in the story is a link this is from cnsnews.com a link from charles j harder a lawyer for president trump who declared the story's allegations are 100 false highly defamatory extremely inaccurate and he warned the times the times allegations expose it to substantial liability and damages for defamation let me also tell you, this guy, the same lawyer, last year, 2017, won a multi-million dollar settlement, obtained full retraction and apology for Melania Trump in a libel action suit against the Daily Mail. So he got $2.9 million for Melania for false stories, and he's like, guess what, Times, I'm coming after you. The statement to the Times from this lawyer The New York Times allegations of fraud and tax evasion are 100% false and highly defamatory. There was no fraud or tax evasion by anyone. Wouldn't they be in cuffs by now or paying a fine? Anyway, the facts upon which the Times base its false allegations are extremely inaccurate. 
All estate matters were handled by licensed attorneys, licensed CPAs, and licensed real estate appraisers who followed all laws and rules strictly. All matters were filed with the IRS and New York taxing authorities. The returns and tax positions at the Times Now attacks were examined in real time by relevant taxing authorities. The taxing authorities requested a few minor adjustments, which were made, and then fully approved all of the tax filings. These matters have now been closed for more than a decade. President Trump had virtually no involvement whatsoever with these matters. The affairs were handled by other Trump family members who were not experts themselves and therefore relied entirely upon the aforementioned licensed professionals to ensure full compliance with the law. Should the Times state or imply that President Trump participated in fraud, tax evasion, or any other crime, it'll be exposing itself to substantial liability and damages for defamation. Boom. Drop the mic out. Uh, And what, of course, the Times doesn't understand besides this is that Americans just don't give a crap. We're like, you know what? If he if he was if somebody did something illegal, charge him. See what happens. Right. That's it. But you know what Americans are thinking right now? Yeah, I'm sick of the government taking my money. They waste it. And you know what? What impact does this have on me? And how is Trump hypocritical when when all he wants to do is lower taxes? He wants to take less from us. You know what I'm happy about? The fact that I'm actually making more money and there are more jobs and the economy is booming. The Fed Reserve Chairman said the economy is like too good to be true right now. It's going so well. People don't care about this. Only the haters. That's it. Just the the haters. Knock on wood. And my, uh, my, our digital mic listening on the iHeartRadio app in Chicago corrected me with a text. I believe you mean the failing New York Times. That's right. Sad. <laughs> happy. 852. Much more to happen. Thank you, Mike. I appreciate it, brother. Don't tell anybody in your office you're listening because they will literally, they will throw you out from like the ninth floor to your death. It's Illinois. 852. It's KNS. 9.08. Let's do it. What's up with you? It is your morning ritual with me, Garrett Lewis. You. Yes. KNS TAM 792 Sons. Most stimulating talk. Three things I think you need to know. Number one, FBI, according to sources with Fox News, says they may be able to wrap up this Kavanaugh investigation today. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. So we have that. Man, oh, man, oh, man. Second thing that I think you need to know. Claims coming out. Christine Ford's ex-boyfriend, apparently in... Being reported as uh, in, in different news outlets as Brian Merrick wrote a letter. Fox News obtained it. John Roberts of Fox News obtained it. Uh, and a bunch of allegations thrown out there, including that she had no fear of flying, no fear of living in small, small spaces at a 500-square-foot home, for God's sakes. They dated from 92 to 98. He said she also um, helped her lifelong best friend, Monica McLean, prepare for a potential polygraph test because she was interviewing with the FBI and the U.S. Attorney's Office. This is big because she said that she passed, their Dem said she, Ford passed a polygraph test saying Kavanaugh did this to her. And she was asked under oath by Rachel Mitchell, did you ever give anybody advice, any prepare anybody, anything for a polygraph? No, never. So this guy's like, I witnessed it. Well, guess what? Now all of a sudden, Christine Ford's friend, Monica McLean, firing back saying, I never had Christine Ford or anybody else prepare me or provide any other type of assistance whatsoever in connection with any polygraph exam I've taken any time. He said, she said. Third thing I think you need to know, illegal immigrants. Man, they are sneaking over the border. They're coming in droves over the border. And the fraud of 
adult illegal aliens claiming that they're bringing over their own children is skyrocketing. They're getting caught lying. Adult illegal aliens bringing over kids that aren't their own but claiming they are has jumped 10 times from year to year. Last year to this year. 10 times. Don't separate the families. So you want kids to be brought in by people that aren't related to them, not their families. Who knows what they are, who they are? What happens to the kids? Way to go, Dick Elias, Sharon the Driver, Ramon Valadez. Way to go. Three things I think you need to know. So here we go. Um, you have Christine Ford say that four people were at the house where she claims Brett Kavanaugh sexually assaulted her. All four people deny it. Even her friend Leland Kaiser said, no, I never even met Brett Kavanaugh. I was never at a party with Brett Kavanaugh. She has no idea what the hell she's talking. I, I don't, I know. It's not true. Her ex-boyfriend now, like I told you, wrote this letter. And now this woman denies it. She denies it. Who do you believe? Who can you believe? I don't know. I, we're going to have to have this put off again. You have FBI investigate uh, this woman back in the 90s applying for jobs at the FBI. Did she pass a polygraph? Did she take a polygraph? I mean, how do you, how do you know? What does this guy have to gain by writing this letter? Nothing that I know of. Wall Street Journal, this is the same guy, Brian Merrick. They talked to him about her. The uh, Malibu Times did as well. And again, this guy also said that she had no fear of flying. Remember, she said, I can't go to D. Her people, her lawyer said, she can't go to D.C. by Monday. She's afraid to fly. And then, of course, she admitted under oath, well, I fly to Tahiti. I fly to Costa Rica. I fly around the world. I enjoy surfing, uh, marine biology, all that stuff. I, she's like, Costanza, I enjoy all that stuff. You want to be a marine biologist. You did. You need to watch more Seinfeld. Is anybody here a marine biologist? So anyway, that was in the episode. So now she lived in Hawaii, this, this ex-boyfriend said, this Christine Ford, and they used to go island hopping and fly in little propeller jets. If you have a fear of flying, you're not getting in one of those jets. Not happening. So plane. he doesn't, what I say, propeller, pl- whatever, plane, jet, whatever, plane. Leave me alone. You're right. I hate being wrong. So anyway. So that, that's the story now. So it goes to her credibility. And that's why I think the Democrats have realized her credibility is pretty much shot. Pretty much shot. That's why they're changing the goalposts. Now, what is this doing on college campuses? You got to love this. College Fix has a story. Headline, campus mob enraged by confirmed Kavanaugh display. Enraged. Signs ripped up in anger. Chance of we believe survivors. Again, has she ever been proven to be a survivor? Furious finger pointing. Like a haiku. A large group of students became enraged by a pro-Brett Kavanaugh effort yesterday afternoon. Right? Pro-Brett Kavanaugh tabling effort. University of Texas at Austin. Young conservatives on that campus did this. A crowd of furious students encircled the group, yelling at its members while chanting obscenities and destroying their signs, which, very civil, right? Very peaceful. If you believe the media, wouldn't it be the young conservatives that would be cursing and ripping up the other people's signs? It's always the other side that does the violence, right? The conservative group decided to set up a confirmed Kavanaugh display in an effort to show Support for the embattled Supreme Court judge nominee, right? They did that stuff. Um, They showed support and the need for corroborating evidence, said student Anthony 
Dolcefino, vice chairman of the group. Don't you love that? Yeah, yeah, we're actually going to need some corroboration here. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. They drew up signs stating phrases such as me too and gone too far. Kavanaugh not guilty, not just Kavanaugh, Kavanaugh. All, they did all these things, right? They put up a, uh, a change my mind sign, a call to debate peers. And they said, we did want people to talk to us. Now, again, here are the signs. Me too, gone too far. Kavanaugh guilty. No campus kangaroo courts in Congress. Change my mind saying debate us. These are not offensive signs. These are not signs that say, you know, we hate, you know, these are just regular signs. Still, it triggered these, these maniacs. Dolcefino told the College Fix, we did want people to talk to us, but unfortunately it's hard to do that when you have an angry mob ripping our signs and screaming in our faces. Half dozen or so conservative students that took part in the effort set up their display at 11 a.m. yesterday, got a few passerbys, some hecklers. Crowd swelled at 12.15 in the afternoon when classes let out. As the crowd grew, the display was relocated to accommodate the giant throng of people. There were about 150 people at the peak, screaming, recording, rioting, he said. Then the campus police got involved, making sure people were not coming behind us. Perpetrator of assault. Clearly. I know there's no actual evidence of it. There's no corroboration. She said, quote, it just really shows that even on a campus like this, supposed to be a liberal bastion, there are people who truly do not care about women. And they do not care about people who have been assaulted. Again, a woman, a, a, young, a young conservative at Texas YCT female member, was shoved by a guy and had her sign ripped from her hand. So apparently, uh, the most frustrating aspect of the effort was the young conservatives of Texas being accused of being rape apologists. They were being accused of being rape apologists. He never apologized for being a rapist. He's not a rapist. For God's sake, this is what we're talking about. So he said that's what sucked. But he said, in general, UT is a leftist campus. There's definitely an echo chamber that goes on here. But he said several students quietly gave his group the thumbs up for their efforts. But they were afraid to say something publicly. Don't you love that on a college campus? 
He said that's what made it worth it to me. Good for that guy. Hang on a second. Craig, welcome to KNST. Hello, Craig. How are you doing this morning? All right, Craig, what's going on? Hang on. Can you, can you tell Craig to turn off his radio and speak into the phone? The phone that's in his hand? Because apparently Craig has an issue with things that I'm saying. So we'll get to Craig. I have another college story, too, by the way. It sounds like his phone is 90 feet away. Uh, we'll get to Craig in a little bit, because apparently Craig had issues with me, and I love issues. One more college story. You're going to love this. You ready for this? Have you heard about this one yet? A university has banned clapping. You imagine this? Actually happening. Banning clapping. Right? Banning clapping. You know what they're suggesting students do instead? Use jazz hands. I'm making up this stuff. Thank God it's not in America, but still, University of Manchester. The school student union has banned clapping, whooping, cheering at events. They said use jazz hands instead. Now, why? 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 Um, One student union officer said, I think a lot of time I've seen that clapping, whooping, talking over each other, loud noises, encourages an atmosphere that is not as respectful as it could be. Clapping can be triggering for students with autism, sensory issues, or deafness. Can I, can I tell you that jazz hands trigger me to be mad? <laughs> <laughs> All right, is it doing it now? Ah, track, jazz hands trigger my WTF face. <laughs> okay, Mika. No, no, not, not, not the RB. <laughs> no, no, it's the WTF face. That's, so, yes, clapping can trigger students. And here, you have no idea. I know somebody has been. Tri- Get out of here. A, um, yeah, clapping apparently causes anxiety, so nobody should clap. Some people can be anxious because of it, so no one should ever clap, ever. Just want to pass that on. Let's try it again. Craig, welcome to KNST. Hi. Hi. Can you hear me now? A little bit. You, uh, it's it's not good. It's his phone. It's, it's your phone. phone. You do, you just talk. Yeah, I, I I just wanted to correct you on your Seinfeld reference. Okay. You had said George said uh, he wanted to be a marine biologist. That's actually not true. Jerry had run into a girl they knew from high school and told her that George was a marine biologist. And George said, why did you tell her that? Why did you tell her I was an architect? You know I always wanted to pretend to be an architect. <laughs> Is that, I thought he also wanted to be a marine biologist. No, no. He got kind of forced into that when Jerry... Told it to the girl. Oh, wait a second. Wait, did, didn't didn't the girl want a date? No, no, wait, wait, wait. I think you might be wrong. Yeah, I remember the great big fish with, with the, the Titleist, with Kramer hitting in the whale hole. But I thought I thought that, that George said he was that because the girl wanted to date a marine biologist. I'm going to have to go back and watch that now. I just watched it the other day. They had like the, uh, the, the nine season highlights, you know, where they showed all the clips, and that was one of the clips they showed. You know, but I, st- I think that you might have a memory similar to Christine Ford. I'm not really that sure. Could, that could be possible. I am old. Do you remember where you watched the Seinfeld episode? What's that? Do you remember where you watched the Seinfeld episode? Do you remember how you got to that place where you watched the Seinfeld episode? Did you watch it upstairs or downstairs? Hey, one, one other thing, going along with the three things I needed to know, which I appreciate, there's one thing I want to know that I hope you can clear up. What? Are Democrats 
too stupid to realize they're being lied to or so stupid they prefer being lied to? You know what? That Thank you. That is a great question. I think stupid is a strong word. I'm not against strong words. I dumb. think ignorant. Ignorant. Okay, ignorant. I think a lot of Democratic voters just want to believe the things that are told to them. However, we want to actually research this stuff. So they're too ignorant to realize they're being lied to. But then part of them want to believe that it's true as well. Right? They want to believe that it's true as well. That's a really good question. I'm going to have to look back at the Seinfeld situation, though. We need to, we need to straighten that out. We'll continue. 923, it's KNST. Your shot at $1,000 now. Text the word BILLS to 200-200. You'll get a text confirming entry plus iHeartRadio info. Standard data and message rates apply. That's BILLS to 200-200. Before I get to the evidence, I have to... Okay, Hank Lewis with you. KNST AM 790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. So, it's going to be hot... Kind of, about 88 or so, sunny, even though there's a giant black cloud over the... You see that thing out there? I think that's one of the salespeople driving around town. Oh, my God. Leave them alone. <laughs> Hang on really quick. Uh, let's go to Manny. Manny, welcome to KNST. Hello. Yeah, hi. Hi. Oh, is this Derek? It, it is. Oh, okay. Is it, wait, uh, is this Manny? Yeah, that guy was right about the Seinfeld episode. What? What is it? You guys piling on me now? Yeah, Am I he, doing fake news? What? Am I doing fake news? Man, I can hardly understand you. Yeah, there you go. Thank you. Good He's call, Ryan. We Good can't call. understand you. Good I, call, why Ryan. can't we understand you? That's weird now. What's weird? Why can't he understand me? Thank you, man. Okay, listen. Here We found it. Judge for yourself. Right. You ready? Listen. Here we go. You know, I got the alumni magazine. Whatever happened to your friend George? I notice I never see his name in there. Well, he's kind of modest. He was always such a goof-off. I mean, did he ever get anywhere? Sure. Yeah? What field? Marine biology. Ah, crap! Fake news on my part. Mm -hmm. George is a marine biologist? Yeah, pretty damn good one, too. George? She said George? She remembered my name! Diane DeCon remembered my name! She was the it girl! (laughs) Yeah, she asked for your number. I think she's gonna get in touch with you. Okay, I'm telling you right now. If you're kidding around, I'm not going to be able to be a friend anymore. I'm serious about that. You got that? I got no problem with that. Good. Because if this is a lie, if this is a joke, if this is your idea of some cute little game, we're finished. Expect a call. Oh, my God. He's not kidding. Now, I should tell you... (laughs) ...that... At this point, she's under the impression that you're a, uh... A what? A marine biologist. (laughs) Son of a... A marine biologist? Yes. Why am I a marine biologist? I may have mentioned it. We'll stop it there. This is the one time I was wrong. I just marked that. <laughs> we may have to hear that again sometime. You stop that. 
You are fake news. I, that time I was. <laughs> but he was a marine biologist in that episode. And he, anyway. He wanted to pretend to be an architect. He always wanted to be an architect. He's George. That's what he does. You done? Thank you. Yep, let's do this. Uh, 931. We, we, we have something coming back, which is incredible. This is just coming out. Um, where a woman who is a protester who hates Brett Kavanaugh started berating a Republican senator about his support. You have to hear the back and forth. He did not back down like Jeff Phony Flake, immoral Jeff Flake, who's on his worldwide 15 minutes of tour fame. By the way, but he's got about 30 seconds left, maybe? Maybe? Let's hope. Yeah. Uh, you got to hear this back and forth. We'll get your reaction to all this Kavanaugh stuff as well. Don't go anywhere. Because if you miss it, you are going to regret it. Let me tell you something. Central Pet, if you're getting ready to go away, fall break is next week. Uh, maybe you go away on business. You need uh, a place for your dog, your cat, whatever animal may Central Pet may watch. Call them at 882-7577. They have a great special going on just this month, right? Just this month. You book a night, you get a night free. It excludes holidays. You book a night, you get a night free from Central Pet. No limit on the nights. If you're going away next week for six nights, you book six nights, you only pay for three. It's really that simple. There's a Central Pet in Amano, a Central Pet in Tucson, and it's where Rush Limdog stays when we need a place for him to go because we're leaving town. It's fantastic. They're staffed 24-7, 365. They have, by the way, they have, they have so many great things. They're doggy daycare. I mean, look at it. It's been raining, things like that. You could have dropped off your dog at Doggy Daycare. Got all the exercise he, he or she wanted, needed, socialization, you name it. They even have special packages. Uh, if you buy the monthly package, you get a, a present, a great gift box every single month, too. All at Central Pet. Find out more. Call them 882-7577 and go to centralpetaz.com. Leading talk. Yes. Hello, 941. The slow-mo song. Here we go. Ready? Now. Uh-huh. Maybe you could picture your wife vacuuming slowly. Is that bad? That's not bad. It's your wife. I'm not picturing your wife. I don't know where this is going. Three things I think you need to know. We'll go with that. I kind of liked it, though. Uh-huh. Uh, by the way, three things I think you need to know. Brewed by Tucson Coffee Roasters. Two locations. The freshest coffee in town. It is a great, great, great local business. I am addicted to their coffee. Find the locations. Go to tcroasters.com. All right, number one, FBI may be able to wrap up this whole Kavanaugh investigation by today, according to Fox News sources. Second thing I think you need to know, uh, Christine Fordek's boyfriend says uh, she lied when she was on the stand. I witnessed her give her best friend basically a whole lesson on how to deal with a polygraph test, how to prepare for one. She testified she never did that, and she passed one, and it proved Kavanaugh's guilty. Now her best friend is fighting back, saying, that never happened. They have audio of, uh, of those lessons, too. You want to hear it? It's not a lie, if you believe it. There you go. Third thing, I think you need to know illegal aliens. The fraud is rampant. Border Patrol reports that this year, people posing as parents of these illegal kids, but they're not. They're lying. That has jumped 10 times, 150 cases in just just a couple of months from May until August, 150 cases of people bringing in children that aren't their own and saying that they are to exploit the family loophole. Three things I think you need to know. Uh, I would put partial blame on uh, on that, uh, again, to Sharon the Driver Bronson, Supervisor Dick Elias, and Ramon Valadez.
So we have that. All right, so this is epic. The Daily Caller has this video. There's a Republican senator named Bill Cassidy from Louisiana. And he, I don't know who did this videoing. It didn't work out well, I don't think, for the protester. There's an anti-Kavanaugh protester, some obnoxious chick following him around. This is what they do. They harass. It's just, it's not nice. It's not civil. But it's the plan. This is what they're doing. This is not new. So she's, this, this chick sees Republican Senator Bill Cassidy walking down a hallway in Congress and starts to berate him over Brett Kavanaugh and his support for him. And he fights back. Unlike Jeff Flake, he didn't fold like a cheap table. Listen to what happened. You are. And why would you Kavanaugh? And why wouldn't I support Kavanaugh? Because because wait a second, everybody there. Pause it, pause it. Hang on, hang on. I know this is. Why wouldn't I support Kavanaugh? She says, because rapists are bad. He has never been convicted, charged, let alone convicted, of being a rapist. And you get this freaking, this, this. I, I got to watch my mouth. This ignorant, hateful fool. Let's put it that way. Who is saying that he's a rapist already? Are you. You know, it's so hard. I know it's it's just, it's annoying. It's to deal with, with morons. Let's continue. Sorry. Wait a second. Everybody there said that it did not happen. So why am I going to so start you're believing? So you're going to believe Mark Judge over a woman. No, I'm going to believe her best friend. Wow. Her best friend didn't say it didn't happen. Her best friend said that she, she wasn't remember. told about it. She said she didn't remember. So you're okay as a doctor to harm a woman? Wait, wait a second. Unbelievable. Are you okay as a person... To go ahead and to accept a non-corroborated charge to destroy someone's life? How many people have... If it destroyed your life, your son's life, or your your husband's... What's your life? If it was your husband, your son, your father, whose life is being destroyed by non-corroborated, would you like that? I would support a full FBI investigation. Uh, No, no, (laughs) everybody gets one, right? Yeah, that's what they do. I wouldn't wouldn't marry somebody that was a drunk. Oh, no, wait a second. Unbelievable. Uncorroborated, that's the answer to the question. Pause it. Hang on. And you wonder why Brett Kavanaugh was pissed last week, right? Oh, there's no wondering. Yeah, I mean, it's... I wouldn't marry someone who's a drunk. Whoa. By the way, this isn't going to help the anti-Kavanaugh movement. This isn't going to help the Democrats in the midterms. Anybody with at least a half a brain, and I would say at least three-quarters of the people in this country that vote have a half a brain, I'm telling you, they they look at this and they go, that's, that's just rude and disgusting, and you don't do that. You just don't do this. Let's continue. I don't think you're able to. Because you know it's unfair. I would stand up. I would fight. Oh. And I would make sure women are heard. Clearly, you're okay if a rapist goes on the Supreme Court. And no, I'm not. But then on the other hand, clearly you're okay. The absence of evidence obviously means nothing to you. No, there's, um, there is evidence. Look at the standard. How many people are in jail unless? Unbelievable. How many people in Louisiana? You can't argue with these people. That's the, they, because they, they, don't, yeah. they don't argue... In a in a linear fact no. based fashion, they just throw things out there. What what this what you just heard? <laughs> it's crazy. Was what a Twitter argument looks like in real life? Yes. There's no <laughs> there's no reason to ever argue with anybody on Facebook or Twitter because they're not going to change their mind. There's no talking to them. It's like talking to a child. Now you can sit back and say, "I well, Cassidy." In the moment, you just never know. But he could have said, are you you calling him a rapist without being charged, let alone convicted? Do you not see anything wrong with that? 
Christian. Well, I, 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 if you marry, you know, what would you like it? Would you like it if your husband or your or your son was wrongfully accused? I want an FBI investigation. You would call the the local police would handle that. You dimwit. The FBI doesn't investigate every single claim of sexual assault or rape. We've gone through this. Good for Bill Cassidy for fighting back, though. Right? Good for him. Not yet. Good for him. Because I think you need to hear what is the other giant story of the day. And it's like giant stories every freaking day, isn't it? I mean, it's just, it's insane. Uh, Donald Trump yesterday in Mississippi. Uh, Let's do 126. Donald Trump finally had enough of this Christine Ford situation and said about it what you have said about it. And don't tell me he can't say it because he's the president. What he's doing is standing up for Americans. Americans are like, when is somebody going to stand up and fight for somebody that's been wrongly accused? It's the complete opposite of what Jeff Flake has done. Listen. 36 years ago, this happened. I had one beer. Right? I had one beer. Well, do you think it was... Nope, it was one beer. Oh, good. How did you get home? I don't remember. How did you get there? I don't remember. Where is the place? I don't remember. How many years ago was it? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. What neighborhood was it in? I don't know. Where's the house? I don't know. Upstairs, downstairs, where was it? I don't know. But I had one beer. That's the only thing I remember. And a man's life is in tatters. A man's life is shattered. His wife is shattered. His daughters, who are beautiful, incredible young kids. They destroy people. They want to destroy people. These are really evil people. Mm -hmm. And here we go, 127. Jeff Flake's reaction to what you just heard the president say, which, by the way, again, there was nothing wrong. He uses humor. We've had enough. We're sick of this crap. We're like, good, stand up for him. We're going to give the other side ammunition. Let me tell you something. The other side's never going to like Kavanaugh or Trump anyway. When are you going to get the picture? The media is not going to like Kavanaugh or Trump anyway. Even Joe Scarborough this morning, he ripped the media. Do you know that? I should play the soundbite. He ripped the media. He said the media has been so one-sided in this Kavanaugh stuff. He actually admitted it. We'll get to all that stuff. Uh, first play, Jeff Jeff Lake. Well, I, there's, there's no time and no place for remarks like that. But to discuss something mm. this sensitive uh, at a political rally is just, uh, it's just not right. It's just not right. I wish he hadn't have done it. Um, I uh, just and say it's it's kind of appalling. It's just not right. It's it's just it's just, it's just, it's just appalling. So it's not appalling that this woman, egged on by other Dems, other activists, and Dems and the media and Dems, put out there that this guy's a rapist. Really, you're not appalled by that? Get a pulse, man. Get a pulse. We'll have more. Wait till you hear uh, what was said. This is, I mean, this is, uh, this is unbelievable. And by the way, I, I can't, I can't praise Bill Cassidy enough for doing what Jeff Flake couldn't do. Unless Jeff, that's why I say maybe it was a setup and Jeff Flake wanted to get caught with cameras rolling so he can get this out and then rip into Trump. Jeff Flake didn't have the wherewithal to stand up for himself to these two activist nuts. Bill Cassidy did. 9.52, we will continue. KNST AM 790, Tucson's most stimulating talk.